Hello there, and welcome to KDL Stump the Librarian podcast, where your friendly neighborhood librarians put their research skills to the test to answer questions from you, the listener, or your shaggy dog, your best friend Tim, your cookie salesperson, or anyone who has a question. I'm Jill, and I'm here with a new friend today. Hi, Liz. Hello. Welcome to Stump the Librarian. All right, first question. What do you do here at KDL? Well, that's a great question, Jill. I am a librarian at the Amy Van Andel Library, and I do story time and family programs and help around at the library every day. That's awesome. Well, if you've listened to our podcast before, you know that we like to start off with some kind of question. And so you know that this is a a pet-friendly podcast, so we're going to start out with a question about pets. Liz, do you have any pets? I do have a pet. I have a dog named Maisie. And a fun fact about Maisie is she is blind. She's a blind dog. So we do a lot to help her around the house, but she's fantastic. She goes up and down the stairs, and we have a lot of fun with our dog, Maisie. Do you have pets, Jill? I do. I have three pets. I have two dogs. I have Griff and Obi. Uh, those are their short names. Their long names are Gryffindor, <laughs> Chewbacca, and Obi-Wan Kenobi Teddy Anderson. That's a very long name. That is a long name. Yes. And then we have a cat named Zelda. She just has one name, Zelda. Zelda. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun at your house. It's so much fun. None of the pets like each other, though, but oh, it's no. still fun. Yeah. It's okay. My dog likes me best, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nice. Okay, so I have a question today from April, H5 from Wyoming. And the question is, how does different weather happen? Um, so Liz, do you have any favorite kind of weather? Oh, summertime is my favorite kind of weather. Warm and sunny. That's my favorite. Okay. How about like, you? Yeah, I like warm and sunny too, but I I kind of like whatever moment we're in. Because when we had all that snow a couple of days ago, I loved it. Oh, yeah. pass. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, um, I do like warm and sunny best, I think. So before we talk about how different weather happens, I want to define weather. Because I think it's easy to confuse climate with weather. And I want to make sure that we understand before we talk about how weather happens. So weather is the state of the atmosphere in a particular place for a short period of time. So it's raining in my town right now. That's weather. Uh, But it's not raining right now, just so you know. That's an example. Um, Climate is the combination of all the weather in an area over a longer period of time. And usually that's at least 30 years or more to be considered climate. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Weather can be affected by many different things. For example, in West Michigan here, our weather is affected by Lake Michigan. Of course. Mm-hmm. Lake effect snow. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's what we're going to talk about today. Lake <gasps> effect snow. Um, it can be affected also by mountains, oceans, and then more complicated things that we're definitely not talking about today, but do exist, like jet streams, high and low pressure systems. All of those things affect weather. Um, we, I just want you to know that those affect weather, but again, we're not going to talk about all of those in depth today. There are a lot of different types of weather and causes for those kinds of weather, and I'm not going to try to talk about all of those things either. I'm only going to talk about snow. Snow. Yes. We just had some recent snow days. We did. That was so exciting. I know. I love a snow day. Do you like to go sledding? I 
Uh, sledding isn't my favorite. I don't like getting wet. I do like doing <laughs> snow things, but I don't, I don't like sledding. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I prefer uh, like snowshoeing. Okay. So okay. Stay upright. I sure. like to stay upright. <laughs> Sometimes I fall for that even. So <laughs> no reason to fall on purpose. Um, so most of the information I'm going to share today is actually from a super cool geography website that, um, is just for kids and you can explore it on your own. I'm going to link it in the show notes and let's talk about rain. Okay. Oh, wait, didn't I say snow? You did. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tricky trickster. (laughs) Rain, snow, sleet, hail, freezing rain. They're all the same kind of weather. Interesting. So they're all precipitation. They all happen the same way. So we can talk about all of them at the same time. They just, just depends on the temperature, which one falls from the sky. So I like to say snow, though, because we just had it, and I love it. So it all starts with the sun. The sun heats up the air. Warm air, along with water particles, rise. And then as the air and the water particle rise, they get colder and colder. And, and as they rise and get colder, the particles start to condense together and then they form clouds. And as the clouds get bigger and heavier, eventually they're so heavy they can no longer be held up by air currents. And that's when they fall to the ground. So they fall to the ground as rain droplets or they can fall to the ground, like I said, as snow, sleet, or hail, depending on the air temperature. Um, we get a lot of lake effect snow here in West Michigan. You mentioned that already. And that's typically because the lake temperature is warmer than the air temperature. So even though it's probably pretty cold and I don't think you want to go swimming, it's warmer than the air. So because of that, that warm air, relatively warm air, right, (laughs) rises from the lake and it creates heavy snow that lands by the lake shore. And it can, because it's, uh, the, that type of snow, lake effect snow, can be one community is like totally covered in snow and the next one is there's nothing. Right. So that's kind of an interesting phenomenon that, that, you know, we had all that snow. Did you see pictures of on the other side of the state? Um, I saw pictures of the football game, which I think you're talking about football later. And there was no snow. No, I None. Know. My family is from the east side, so the Detroit area, okay. and we always have way more snow than they do. Of course. That's the lake. It's right. that lake effect. Well, I like it, even though, <laughs> you know. Um, so there's a really cool experiment that you can do that tests this out, that you can actually see in a jar how um, warm air rises, and then the particles collect, and then it will rain in your cup. So I also put a YouTube link of how to do that experiment. It's a really short YouTube video. It's just like shows you how to do the experiment. It's like one minute and then you do the experiment on your own. All you need is a jar and water and you need a way to warm some water and have some water be cooler and and that's it. It's really easy and then you can see how rain happens. Fun. Yeah, it, it looked really fun. I did not try it out at home, but I, if you decide to try it out at home, send us a picture because we'd love to see you making it rain at home. Um, So if you want to know about how other types of weather happen, because there's so many types of weather and they are interesting to me too. First of all, I I think I'm going to answer another type of weather from April in a future episode. So maybe, I don't know, tornadoes, hurricanes, Uh lightning. I don't know. We'll see. But also we have so many books in the library about weather specifically and how how types of weather happen. I saw a really cool one about lightning that we have. So you can check that out, kdl.org, and, and come and find out about weather. So that's rain. 
Nice. I know. It's exciting. It is. So, do you have a fact for us? I, I do. I, I have a book here. It's called The Ultimate Weatherpedia. It's a Nat Geo kids book, one of those big yellow books that we have in the kids nonfiction mm-hmm. section here at the library. So my fact of the day is, I bet you didn't know that every year on the 4th of July, the city of Oatman, Arizona, holds a solar egg frying contest. Contestants get 15 minutes to cook a fried egg using the power of the sun, but they are allowed to get a boost from aids like mirrors and magnifying glasses. Have you ever heard it's so hot you could fry an egg on the sidewalk? I have. They I actually have. do it in Arizona because it gets so hot in there there in the summertime. You think they eat them? Uh, I would not advise that. Yeah, it seems kind of gross. <laughs> Off the sidewalk, ew. <laughs> but that is my fact of the day. Oh, that's a great fact. I love that there's a whole one about weather. There, There is, yeah. The ultimate weatherpedia. Yeah. Check it out. All right. Weather is really interesting. Right. What question you have for us today? Well, today I am answering a question from Courtney from Wyoming, and she asks, what is a down in football? Are you a football fan, Jill? No, I, I, and I don't know what a down is, so oh, well, you'll, let's you'll all teach learn me today. today. <laughs> um, I am, I'm not personally a huge football fan, so this was good for me to try to understand. Um, we do watch a lot of football in my home. There are other people I live with that enjoy football Mm, we do too yeah I get the Mm -hmm. I get the basics of scoring points and touchdowns and tackles but I didn't always know what is exactly happening on the field there's there's 11 players on each side and they're all running to their end zone but it's a little confusing Mm -hmm. I think so let's try to explain it a down begins with the snap of the ball and ends when a player is downed Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) If the player that has the ball is brought to the ground um, and the play just ends and play can also end if the runner goes out of bounds. So if they run off the field, um, spikes the ball or is tackled by the other team. Okay. Okay. Step one. (laughs) Each time a team has possession of the ball, they have four downs to gain 10 yards. This earns the team a first down. So, if you're listening to an announcer say a team has third and five, the team is currently on the third down, it's their third try, and has five yards to earn the next set of downs. Okay. It's it's kind of confusing. Yeah, (laughs) it's definitely confusing, but this is helping clear it up for me. So, just visually, a football field is 100 yards between each end zone. And the 50-yard line is right in the middle. So there's, there's line mm-hmm. marks at every 10 yards. I know about that because of marching band. Oh, see? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> More interesting than football to me, but I, I'm learning here. <laughs> okay. Try, trying to walk you through it here, Jill. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so penalties on plays result in gaining or losing yards. Penalties can range from 5 to 15 yards. So when you're watching a football game on TV – you'll see yellow lines that show you where the next down is. But it's not official, and it doesn't help if you're watching the game in person. Do you ever, 
I imagine yeah. you, you go to football games for marching band. I never watch the football game. And you don't, but you don't see the yellow lines on the no, field. You, no, there's you no yellow lines on the and field. And interesting fact, over the weekend, there were a lot of football games played in the snow. Oh, yeah. What so do do? then the football players can't even really see where the lines are. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Okay. Um, so... There's people on the field called a chain crew, and they have two big orange sticks okay. with ten yard a ten yard chain in between. So that helps the players see where the next down is okay. if they can't see the lines on the field. Or right. it's helpful for people watching in person too. I ha- I've seen that. Right. I had no idea what That's that was. That's what for. it's for. Okay, that makes sense. It does. So next piece of this little puzzle: How do teams get the ball? to their end zone, and hopefully score. So they can run the ball. Like, have you ever heard run? They ran it up the middle. Okay, they're going to run the ball. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or they can pass the ball downfield towards their goal line. And the team's coaching staff will determine what kind of play makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. As the games are timed, there's a timer running when they're playing. Okay. So... There are four quarters, 15 minutes each, in an NFL game, and halftime is 12 minutes long. But whenever there's a penalty, the clock stops for the referees to talk about it. When a team is winning, they try to run down the clock because they, right. wanna, they want the game to end while they're ahead, of course. So there's three timeouts that can be called by each team in each half, and if you're watching on TV, there are TV timeouts for commercials. Right. So, coaches and players have a lot to think about when deciding what play to run to get the most yardage in the allotted time. Yeah. There's lots of different pieces to this, think about. This is so. my, you know, I don't know if this happens at your house, but uh, my son will say, there's only 30 seconds left, and we'll say, is that 30 real <laughs> seconds or 30 football <laughs> seconds? We had the exact same discussion last weekend. Like, yeah, 30 seconds of play could mean right. a lot longer. And this is why. Okay. In real time. Mm-hmm. So, so. I learned a lot about the finesse of football when I was researching this question, but there's a lot more as far as rules and penalties, but hopefully we've got the basics down. Okay. Do you feel more confident? I I do feel more (laughs) confident. At least I know what a down is. Right. Yeah. There's there's just so many extra rules, Mm -hmm. like penalties you can get and things that... So I went to a really cool website, and we'll link it, called Mm -hmm. coachingkids.com. So it was really... For me, as an adult, it was a simpler way for me to understand what I was watching on yeah, TV. So that makes sense. Yeah. And well, and if you're trying to learn how to play football, right? Yeah, this is perfect. I for just you. need to know the basics. So yeah. I really appreciated that. That's good. Good yeah. question. Thanks, Courtney. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, well, I got something good. I'm reading. What What are you reading today, Jill? So I am reading a book that's it's been on my to read list for a long time. It's called The Simple Art of Flying. It's by uh, Corey Leonardo, and it is on the. It's a really beautiful cover. It has two um, African gray parrots here yeah. there, yeah. and sitting on a pile of books. Sitting on a pile of books. Aww, yeah, so cute. Um, and. So I'm not very far into it, but they're born in a pet store, and the pet store owner is not a very nice guy. I don't love him, but I don't know. It's not very far into it, so I'm hoping that maybe he gets better, but he has an employee who's a kid. He's not really supposed to be an employee because he's only like 13, but he's like a friend of the mom, and so the kid just goes there after school, basically, Mm -hmm. for kind of after school care, but then he helps take care of the pets. Sure. 
That sounds like a great after-school job. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think he gets like $5 a time when he's there. It's not a real job, you know, but again, he's, he's a kid. He's, he's right. 12. Um, and he like looks up online. He does all this research, kind of like what we do, mm-hmm. to find out how to take care of these parrots because the pet store owner bought these parrots and is... Very irresponsible pet store owner. He has no idea about parrots. Are there other pets in the store? Yeah, but it's mostly things like that he can take care of pretty easily, like gerbils, bunnies. And so this is a cool thing about this book. It's told from two different perspectives. It's told from the boy's perspective, and then it's told from the parrot's perspectives. And I love that. Do they talk like people? They do talk like people. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) They um, can't talk to the boy. It's not like magical like that. They do talk their own bird language. So they talk, (laughs) but they can talk to the other animals and the bunnies are silly. Mm -hmm. So they're just off in their own world doing bunnies. Yeah, they are silly. (laughs) So that's fun to see. And, um, the gerbils are kind of dramatic. Mm -hmm. They're always like pretending they're injured or different things like that. So that's really fun. But right now the, the, the parrots are brother and sister and the brother is trying to plan their escape. I know. So I was like turning pages last night to find out, okay, what's going to happen to them next? Because the boy really wants to buy them, but they're expensive. So he's like working Mm -hmm. and saving his money and saving his birthday money. But the birds just want to fly away. Well, the the one bird loves him Mm -hmm. and wants to go live with him, but the brother bird wants to fly away. Yeah, it is. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm pretty excited about what will happen. Sounds great. I love an animal story. Yeah. You know, people people do. Mm-hmm. They either really like them or they really don't like them. That's true. If you don't like an animal story, I don't think this one would be for you since okay. it's set in a pet shop. Mm-hmm. It sounds interesting, though. Yeah, it's yeah. really great. I, I do like um a story told from two perspectives and one told from the animal perspective it kind of reminds me of Pax a little bit if you've read that Mm -hmm. um just that um like just that relationship between uh, humans and and a pet and that back and forth sounds kind of it sounds kind of amazing I hope you're enjoying that book I am really enjoying it and yeah that's it's a good read I recommend it highly recommend so uh what was your favorite thing you learned today oh gosh what is the favorite thing I learned today well, actually, I learned more about lake effect snow. I guess I had always heard it, but I didn't really understand it. So thanks for sharing that information with us today. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, I, I did too. Honestly, that experiment was so cool. Um, I recommend it. It was really, I just watched YouTube videos of people doing it, and <laughs> uh, I thought it was cool. It would be really cool to try fun. yourself. And pretty simple, too. Super simple. You cool. don't need very many things in your house to be able to do it. But personally, I thought that um, finding out more about football, which is a huge (laughs) thing in my house, Mm -hmm. it's always Mm -hmm. on. Right. It is always on (laughs) every day. (laughs) So just knowing a little bit more about it is good. And then I can uh, talk to uh, my son and be like, listen how cool I am and all these football facts. (laughs) I see it's third and five. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. He's going to roll his eyes at me. Oh my goodness. Is that about it for today? I think so. All right. Well, thanks for all of your amazing questions and helping us to learn more about our world too. For more info or to send us your own question, head to 
kdl.org forward slash stump. Tune in to the next episode where we answer, you guessed it, more of your questions. Huge and special thanks to the KDL Programming Department, the KDL Marketing Department, and J.D. Delinsky for our intro and outro music. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.